In a world where achievements and accolades motivate us to do more and be more, we're often left wondering, is this really it? Deep inside, you know there is more to life. You're ready to leave behind the old push your way through and claim the deeper life that's calling you. That's where we excel. We're your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. And this is the Soulful Leader Podcast. Sit back and relax as we share the shortcuts we've uncovered to help you make shift happen. Hi, welcome to the Soulful Leader Podcast. This is Stephanie and I'm here with Marin. And there's been something that's been percolating in our hearts as soulful leaders. There's been such a, and we've we've mentioned this a few times, but there's been such a striving, pushing to reach the next level and to measure ourselves as good enough by what we do instead of who we are. And there's been an interesting shift that I've noticed um, internally with myself, but also with those around me. That all of a sudden it's hit like a ceiling and people are saying, I'm missing that awe factor in my life. Like, I don't want to work more or harder, but I do want to make an impact. And I have no idea how to measure that. And I am looking and longing for motivation and reason for being to get out of bed in the morning. Can you help us? And that's something that I love to do. And it's also something that is percolating in my own heart, too. And so I've had an opportunity to to take some workshops and training with people who are really good soulful leaders. And I'm watching how some of the soulful leaders are also getting caught up in the old rationalization of, you know, scale it up, do more, have more, you know, and it's breaking my heart, frankly. So I'm going to be really honest with this of like, what if... What if it isn't here that we're here to do more? What if it, I I even had this insight within myself that even the longing for me to do more, (laughs) I'm, I'm having this little conversation inside myself saying, maybe that's just the carrot that actually is helping me rotor root my internal, that it's changing me inside, that whether or not I ever get the outer, (laughs) It's changing me. And what I mean by that, it's making me look at what am I resisting in my life? What do I need to let go of? Where am I judging myself harshly or another? And I'm I'm asking all of that inner inquiry. And as much as I start to keep working on that, sometimes that my rational brain will say, well, yeah, but you're still not getting the outer manifestation of what you want. And I'm like, well, maybe it's not about manifesting anything. Maybe it's about uncovering who I am and why I'm here. So I know you and I have talked about this lots, Marin, about who are you and why are you here and that it we can get caught up in the outer, what I look like, what I, you know, what I do for a living. And I want to, if you could speak to some of that for yourself of what it's been bringing up for you. Well, what I was thinking about while you were talking was I was just at a meeting recently and a woman asked a very interesting question. She said, what are the conversations that you've been avoiding that you know you need to have? And there were, you know, 30 of us doing this exercise. And when we came back and we talked about it, I realized that my sheet looked really different from everybody else's. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> because my conversations were internal conversations. 
And most people, and I, I did think of, you know, there, there was one of mine was an external conversation of like, I really need to talk to somebody that owes me some money that, you know, like find out what's going on with them and where we are with that. And, and, uh, you know, so there was an external conversation. And when you were talking about those, those hard internal conversations, we oftentimes think that we make a decision, then there's the, the, like the inner dialogue is not, it's, it's almost like it, it's, it's like, nope, I got that. I'm, I, I know the reasons I'm doing it. And so I'm going to go do it. And then something blocks us from doing it. And we don't go back and have the conversation of, well, what's stopping me? Yeah, like to ask a what's deeper the question. Right. What's the resistance? What's the internal resistance? Like, say, for example, uh, if if I, uh, you know, wanted to get up and go work out in the mornings and I keep hitting the snooze button, I keep hitting the snooze button, I keep hitting the snooze button. Yeah, I could ask my husband to make sure that I get up. The other thing that's a nice external thing to do. The other thing that I could do is look at why, what's, what's the mm. challenge? Well, on the external, maybe I'm going to bed too late. What's the benefit that I'm getting out of going to bed too late so that I don't want to get up early so that I don't do my workout? Like it's a, it's a cascading domino effect almost. Mm -hmm. And Really getting to the crux, like you said, asking another question and mm -hmm. keep peeling those layers so that I can get to what's the nugget? What's the gift that I'm being given in that entire situation? It's really, like you said, it's not necessarily about the external achievement of going and working out. So it's almost asking, saying, you know, I'm procrastinating about something. Yeah. Instead of trying to will yourself over it, try to get yourself through it, to stop and go, how is procrastination helping me? What is it maybe preventing me from or serving me with in those ways? And it's like, how can, how can procrastination be a good thing? Like, I, I, I'm, it's interesting because I, you know, I, I had planned, uh, a really an amazing event that I wanted to participate in and it got, it got forfeited twice. And after the second time I was kind of like, Hmm. And, and, and I hate the whole thing. Well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, it'll happen. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. And maybe there's something that's supposed to happen within me. Maybe mm -hmm. there's a deeper question that I'm not asking that the universe is saying, wait, slow down, stop, listen. There's something I don't want you to miss right. and it's going to be important. It's kind of like a combination lock. There's like a, there's a number, like a combination that you need in order to unlock this. Otherwise you're going to have to break the lock open and it's going to be painful. And then, you know, wh why would you put yourself through that? So I look at those kind of things of like, can we stop long enough and go, hmm, and not about trying to figure it out because I think we try to figure things out. Instead of just being present to what is, I'm saying, okay, there must be something, because this is what I say, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But there's also that, well, there must be something I'm, I'm being prepared for, or there's a deeper question, or there's another way to enter it. 
and to stay present with it without trying to figure it out, trying to manipulate or control it. But we also are required, we've got to pay attention without the anxiety. And I think that that's the key because sometimes eh, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be is absolutely accurate. And sometimes it's not. Sometimes we're actually being asked to, you know, take another step or do something else. Mm -hmm. And so how do you know the difference between those? And that is the process of presence that you mentioned, of really listening. And it's not a is not a, a, I should, should be able to do this because this is just my nature. No, it's a practice. It's a practice that, that happens over time. And you learn to be good in conversation with life, essentially. Just like, you know, some people are more gifted in, in conversation than others. And there's a bazillion people. All you have to do is Google or ask, you know, it's like, how can I become a better conversationalist? And there's a mazillion opportunities to do that, right? So much so, information out there. So there much is. information. So it's not that, you know, you're either good at it or you're not. It's you develop it over time. And it is the conversation with life. And that's the exactly what you said. It's the development. It's the process. I'm going to be very transparent here. You know, one of the things that I've sought out all my life is a relationship. And from my conditioned past, you know, I think, oh, you have to have the right relationship. And then your life kind of works as like the fairy, fairy tale, the happily ever after. But there's a lot of work that has to go on in the internal. And so from a high rational achiever perspective, from the part that's in what I mean by that is that the people that are measuring who I am by what I do and what I've ex- like manifested in my life. So the high rational are like achievement. And this is most of society right now. We're achievement oriented. Right. So you measure what matters, the book, you know, I mean, like everything is achievement oriented. That's what you mean by the high rational. Exactly. Yeah. And so I could be looked at that way saying, well, you're too busy, Stephanie, you can't have a relationship because you're always on the go and you're always doing that. I get that a lot. I'm like, I'm too busy. What does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? I'm like, to me, when there's something of value or of importance, you make time and space for it. And we tend to think about it in the outer world. I'll make time and space for the outer world, but it's like, I'm worth time and space. So it's like that very thing that I'm seeking and from a high rational achiever world, I'm actually not getting it or the way I think I should be getting it. That's the way the high rational achiever would see it. But under the surface of that, if I go deeper, There's a whole lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda, ought tos, the itty bitty shitty committee that I call, that is requiring me to really find love and compassion and peace with. And as long as I do not go underneath the, if I don't dive deep within that, it just keeps surfacing up in my outer life. And this is the benefit of diving deep in there. And it's like, sometimes I think the very goal or dream or ideal that I have, it's not about really manifesting it. Right. This is the realization I had this weekend in my in when I practice it. I'm like, maybe it's not really about manifesting it at all. Maybe it's about having it so that I'll keep diving deeper and deeper and deeper. Because I know on a spiritual path, it's not what you do in the outer world that changes you or the world. It's what you do on the inside. And so as I rotor root that 
itty bitty shitty committee and the shoulda, woulda, coulda, ought to is all those things. What I'm doing is actually becoming a remedy, like an absolute antidote because I show up differently. My behavior is different. My choices are different. My thoughts are different. And I have seen such ripple effects in the lives of those I love around me based on what I've gone through in the last two to three years through the pandemic and through a breakup and through different things. It's like I've changed and have they changed? Have have the people around me changed? Maybe, maybe I'm seeing them through different eyes, but maybe they've also changed and they're seeing me through different eyes. I don't know. Does it matter? No, not really. It matters to me of like, at the end of my life, has my, has my life meant something? Have I do and it's not about the accolades. It's not about accumulation of things. It's about, have I changed my thought process? Have I practiced being a more loving, kind person with myself? Cause that's the only one I have control over is me. You know, so yeah, it was a huge realization that maybe it isn't about manifesting anything. Maybe it's about having something I want to manifest, but it's really about doing the inter internal work that then allows me to be detached in the outer world and whether I get it or not, but not from a place of like, oh, well, if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. It's so not think, from that place. Yeah. I think this is really, really important. And when when we're talking about high rational achievers, it may seem like there's a judgment there and there isn't because it's really important that we have something we're going after. An ideal. So, mm -hmm. so that we can get to the point where we achieve it and then we achieve the next thing and we achieve the next thing and we achieve the next thing to finally realize that it's not about achieving the outer thing. <laughs> Yeah, right? that, that that achieving the other thing still doesn't make me happy. Dang it! Yeah, you know my whole life looks pretty dang good, and I why do I still feel like shit? I think there are a lot of. <laughs> I think there's people. a lot of that. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people, especially leaders, because leaders tend to be the people who are not just the rational achievers, like I will achieve that, but like the high rational of like I will. I you know it's like we are the people, and I include myself in well as one of those. Like we know how to harness our will, and that's a huge lesson to learn, and something that's really important as we go transcending that and getting to the point where we go, okay, it's not about the manifesting. It's not about the bigger, better, better, faster, more, yeah. we're going to automate the whole thing and make more money. It's like, we have enough. I've got, we have, we have more than enough, more than but enough. what we've neglected is that internal. I say you could read all the books you want on confidence and self-esteem and self-love. You can, I'm telling you, there's oodles of information out there. And so why are you procrastinating on taking that first step to get out there to make a date or because it's the internal that's being neglected. How have you integrated inside yourself? What is standing in the way? What is the belief system? What is the habit? What is the behavior that has to be unlearned? It's like, I was talking to somebody about business the other day and, um, you know, we can, we can scale up a business. We can do all kinds of things and take all kinds of courses and get master's degrees and all and get coaches and workshops and all those things. But if you don't have inner confidence, if you don't have a belief in the unknown, that you know, no matter what, you've got that fortitude inside of you, or you've got the willingness to be able to accept 
help and actually even ask for help and get it, nothing's going to change in the outer world. I don't care how much PhD you have or letters XYZ you have after your name. To live it is a different story. And that's to integrate it and make it whole. So how do, how do you do that? How does one do that? Yeah. And that, that's exactly what we work with people on. I mean, that's, it's not, I wish that, I wish I had a magic wand or I could say, oh, it's just follow this formula. Right. I was just going to say, it's like, okay, here's your three steps to having better confidence. I mean, (laughs) I'm so tired of hearing that. And it's like, you know, for 30 years I've worked with, I don't know, oodles of bodies on chronic pain and health. And there isn't one way home. Each person has their own path and there isn't a one size fits all. And you know what? I love that. And especially in a world right now where we're trying to be inclusive and everywhere, you know, the one size fits all, which fits no one, by the way, it's like, we need to have that. I think what we're really longing for is togetherness and connection and belonging so that we don't feel so dang lonely, but you know, the old saying that misery loves company. And it's like, I don't believe that either. It's like, I think there's a way to unfold naturally your gifts and strengths and passion, like your unique blueprint is you. And yet, yeah, there are exemplars and other people that you can look to, but your formula is completely unique. Unique. Yeah. And yet there is a togetherness with us all. It's like a string or a thread in a beautiful tapestry. Your thread may feel very insignificant because you're just one thread out of millions but there, your one thread, if it was missing, would leave a hole in humanity. And I don't think I don't, and I don't want to say that that's an overburden or over responsibility. But it's it's beautiful and it's unique. I think we we don't we don't recognize how beautiful and how awestruck we actually are. We don't, and I think that is a shame in our culture. And like we are taught that we're replaceable. I look at AI right now and how many people are feeling like they're being replaced by robots and no one can replace you. You're completely unique. And part of the challenge is, is really diving into the internal and honoring that and, and getting to know what is my unique my unique gift? What do I bring to this conversation that we call life? Yeah. Those are the deeper questions. Those are the deeper (laughs) questions. And I encourage you all as you're listening to stop for a minute and really breathe into that. And we do, uh, one of the things that I fail to mention on a regular basis (laughs) is on our website, we do have a free download. So if you're interested in looking at a couple of the things that could help you to go a little bit deeper, go ahead to our website and you can download it there. You will need to sign up for our email list. If you don't want an email from us, then just unsubscribe, (laughs) right? Get the download and unsubscribe or get our emails, which is basically for the most part, notifications that our podcast is dropped. So you'll get the the first notification that our podcast is dropped. You can also find us on social media, on LinkedIn and on Facebook and now on YouTube. So we'll look forward to maybe you'll be joining us on our email list and otherwise we'll see you on social media or we'll see you next week here on the Soulful Leader Podcast.
And that wraps up another episode of the Soulful Leader Podcast with your hosts, Stephanie Allen and Marin Oslak. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to dive deeper, head over to our website at thesoulfulleaderpodcast.com. Until next time.